Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to the Murfreesboro.com show. I am John Icarry, your host, and I am very, very, very excited about this one. This episode has been on our bucket list for quite some time. We have two wonderful guests. Thank you, Miss Lisa Trail and James Evans from Murfreesboro City Schools and Rutherford County Schools. And both communications, what's your, Lisa, what's your official title? Uh, Director of Communications and Strategic Initiatives. Thank you, because I probably wouldn't remember. It's okay. <laughs> All right. James, what's yours? Uh, Chief Communications Officer. All right, cool. And, you know what I just realized? Oh, damn. I missed a perfect intro opportunity. Hello, parents. This is James. <laughs> I can't even do it. Go for it. Can yeah, you do, Lisa tries to do my voice, too. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah? Lisa, you want to try to do my you voice? You want me to do oh, you? That would, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, go for it, Lisa, please. Please do that. <laughs> Give us a little intro. Yeah. It's funny how many times, though, kids will say, they'll walk up to me and say, do the voice. I mean, do the voice. It's, it's my voice. Like, I don't do the voice. It's not a character I play. But I, it's, so it's a rule. We talk about this with principals, too, to always introduce yourself when you're doing a message so, so parents okay. know. Yeah. And so that's where that came from. So I always yeah. start out with, hey, parents, this is James Evans. I got, oh, you totally need to do that one time. And oh, with the James Evans the voice. James Evans voice. You know, and, oh God. everybody laughs about that. And like James, I get that said to me on a regular basis. Yeah. But like we do it on purpose so that yeah, people yeah. do know it's our voice. You yeah. know, like this is Lisa Trail. This is not, so yeah. I'm not going to pretend on That's air a, to on be care. you. We'll do it off camera. <laughs> well, don't let her try because they always go like eight octaves lower than my voice actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, they don't enunciate. I, don't, I mean, I think I enunciate like, better than that. Hmm. Go ahead, try yeah, it, Lisa. Maybe you think you do. <laughs> Did you ever think y'all's voices would be like household or your names will be household names in Rutherford County? No. no, and my wife thinks it's ridiculous. Uh, she, I mean, she like we. Uh, she went to Chili's one night, and was picking up a to-go order that we had ordered, and she came out. She the the lady and said, "Are you the wife of the James Evans?" She goes, "Oh gosh, just let me pay for my food. This is silly." So yeah, of the James the, Evans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does make it's it's kind of humorous. Yeah. Oh, that's all. We need you to get to do like a voiceover for some of the podcast episodes yeah. I, I've, we've had well i've had i'm sure you have two businesses have reached out like just a little local hey really would you help us record our voicemail and stuff like that and no so way. yeah and you need an nil deal I, I, if you yeah. give me one of those i'll you get you one. Okay. All right, oh let's my work god on that. You, know, you all would make a fortune hey but my ego got checked <laughs> earlier this year i tried to auction off doing someone's voicemail for them for united way like for a yeah. charity and uh I only got like four hits, so I was like, "Well, it must not be as valuable." Like if it's around oh, snow season, I, maybe, but not yes, during the warm season. weather. Snow day. Yeah. So. Well, you do it now. Yeah. And, oh my! Anybody out there want that? You can bid now. Yeah. It's no, a snow sorry. day thing. <laughs> yeah, snow day thing. Oh, I mean, I would have bid on that in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, yes, it, went, it went for like twenty bucks. I was like, "Wow." Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so maybe you, you don't go. need an nil deal. No. <laughs> hey, but it's still twenty bucks, right? It's Ooh, for charity. You need a bobblehead. That's right. A bobblehead. You can do that. So yeah. in winter days. There you go. Oh my gosh, that's funny. What do you all go through? I'm just curious because I mean, obviously, everything goes through you all. And what are you up at like two in the morning? Like- uh, around four. Mm-hmm. Four a.m. is usually when we need to really have those conversations to make a snow day call. Yeah. Um, I'm sure James is like me. We really like to make them the day before. It makes parents yeah. a lot happier. Makes us a lot oh, happier. Sure, yeah. uh, we don't really. I don't really <clears throat> like getting up at four a.m. But there's a lot of decisions that go into it, and it's, yeah. we're making the call, but we're not making the decision. Yeah, there's a lot of people, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I got you. Right, and you know. Our goal is always to let parents know and employees know so they can plan, especially if they've got to come up with child care and things yeah. like that. But the way weather is in Tennessee, it's one of those things where, well, we may get a dusting or we may get three foot of snow, and it's all yeah. going to happen maybe at 1 a.m. And so <laughs> yeah. there have been times that I know that we have called off thinking, okay, it's pretty certain this is what we're going to do. Yeah. It's going to be six inches of snow tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I remember one vividly, the director of schools were very upset that it was 40 degrees and not a flake in the sky the next day. And oh, parents gosh. were mad because they had, you know, had to make mm. work arrangements and things like that. And so that's why a lot of times it's it's an overnight decision because we want to make sure that what they say is coming is actually coming. I got you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no one knows more about the weather mm-hmm. than teachers, <laughs> farmers, yeah. and the weathermen. And yeah, right. most of them get it wrong. So yeah. it's <laughs> it's just one of those where we really do have to work with our police departments yeah. and sheriff department and street departments to see what's going on yeah. um, after we see a little bit of a precipitation. Yeah. But, you know, we try our best, and sometimes we make the right call. Sometimes we don't get it right on target, but it's mm-hmm. always for the safety of the children. And it's based on whether a school bus can run. 
It's not based on whether I can drive to work. It's whether a a school bus loaded with 90 students can get to work safely. Um, And I think some people kind of forget that. James has a little harder time than I do because we're so compact, Mm -hmm. and our street department really gives us – they know where the the, um, problem areas are, and they're on top of it. You've got an entire county that Mm -hmm. looks so diverse um, from Eagleville to um, Auburn Town, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, So – a little bit harder for the county, and I totally get that. Yeah. So, um, I got you. My job's a little bit easier. I got you. So is that her really job good? is easier though. Did, did you get that? On <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Make my job on snow days making the correct call. <laughs> no, I heard her making say the correct call. she has an easier job. I'm, just, I'm glad she finally admitted it. We've been talking about this <laughs> for years. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> so that's is that the we, we get a lot of time. You know, obviously, I'm sure y'all get this too. Like, why is Murfreesboro City School is not canceled when the county is and all that because you got to go further out in the county. The roads are probably a little worse. Yeah, you're dealing with rural roads, ca- yeah. little small country roads. You're uh, mm-hmm. slab bridges that you know yep. flood when it, yep. when it's raining and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the, the flip side of that though is that you also have some who, if the weather's not perfect, if it's not 45 degrees and sunny, then mm-hmm. they think we shouldn't be in school. We can't do that either. So yeah, yeah. you know, like today's a great example. It's raining. It's windy. There's some lightning. Um, they actually downgraded this this morning to a marginal risk area, you know, those okay. kinds of things that we look at. Uh, are there going to be some that have a little harder time getting to school? Yeah, it's raining. Yeah. It's, you know, but we also need to teach resilience to people as mm-hmm. well and that the world can't stop just because the day is not a perfect day. So, yeah, uh, and we have only have so many days that we can use yeah. as well. We have mm-hmm. about nine days in reserve that we can okay. use. Um, we and, have eight. And eight. Okay. so... Yeah, and, and parents need to go to work, too. So we know that when we change our schedule, it really does affect them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in many cases, uh, our students are relying on us for their breakfast and their lunch. And just that day of warmth and, yeah. you know, the safety of being in a school is sometimes better than where they are when they're at home. So there's lots of factors mm-hmm. that go into it. It's not just – although it's it, – it, we have a lot of fun with it, yeah. and we have our coffee mugs and our T-shirts, and, and they're a lot of fun because yeah. you have to make it fun because sometimes we just get it wrong. But we try yeah. very hard to make sure that those winter weather days mm-hmm. or inclement weather days are correct. Yeah. The, the best one this year is a teacher sent me a photo of someone has made – a teacher has made a prayer candle – Oh. Like a Catholic prayer candle oh, yeah? that has like a, a cartoon version of me on it that oh, says like praying to the God of snow days. And I was like, wow, oh. I would love to have one of those for the trophy case. So oh, I just let him know that would be nice. But yeah. So let's talk about the way that we even have inclement weather days. Yep. Cause that's mm-hmm. also yeah. uh, one of the oh. questions I saw that asked several times on yep. your, on your, on your Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. But, um, so we go, Tennessee requires for school districts to go 180 days. Mm-hmm. For six and a half hours a day. Okay. If you go seven hours a day, they allow you, which is what we do, and I think mm-hmm. you guys do the same Absolutely. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can stockpile those 30 minutes is what they call it. Okay. And that equals 13 days typically. But okay. we can use those either for weather days or for training days. Gotcha. And so we use some of them for training. I think you guys do too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have a, we usually have about nine left over that are reserved for weather days. Okay. So some of the questions that I mm-hmm. saw was, that, well, can we just get out nine or ten days early? No, they won't let us do that because it's, yeah. it's really – you know, they're, they're adding on this extra time, but we're not adding on like an actual extra 10 days. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and so that's the way it works. And so uh, we have gotten before where we've used, um, we've used all but one before. And we were getting yeah. really nervous. Like if we use all of these, yeah. either the state has to waive it or we have to extend the school year. So we didn't have to do it that year. It was yeah. one of those, uh, I don't know, five or six years ago. It was ago. five or six yeah. years when we really um, came back in that winter weather. Yeah, like we, it took we, us forever to come back to school, actually. The temperatures yeah. were hanging in the single digits. Yeah. It wouldn't melt. It would snow again. And it yeah. was like we were living in the Midwest all of a sudden. Yeah. It just oh, would gosh, not go yeah. away. So. We have a check sheet. How many days? How many yeah, days? How many days? Uh-oh. So <laughs> what if you do have to extend? I mean... Well, so I, we've seen other counties have to do this, other districts, yeah. and uh, the state typically will just waive the days for them unless okay. it's just something that's like set, you know, thirty or forty days. Yeah, we in my time here, this is my twentieth school se- season. Uh, oh, wow. We've not uh, ever gone over. We've gotten really close, but we've never mm-hmm. gone over. So, okay. guess James we'll, is much we'll older than I am. So it's only my 13th year. Uh, he had the photos to promo this. Oh my gosh, you are so much older than me. Thank you for using my 40 yeah. year old. Why did you use like, it was like her? She was like fresh out of college, that oh, photo yeah. you used of her. I was like, well, what you is like, that? You, well, yours is like a mugshot. So yeah, so, <laughs> I, that was my smirk, which is my smile. You know, 
You know, it was funny when I was looking for the photos and I found that one of you and I was like, well, that's a good photo. I was like straight on. And I was looking for photos, but I found a bunch of like family shots and things. I, I was like, well, I don't want to put... send you one. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I, the hey, thought it's okay. Was, I said yeah. it was my... She's got some headshots out there from her wilder days too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so white either. snake jacket, tattoos. White snake gray, jacket. Oh my God. Now that would be awesome to see. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, yes, that was that's uh, definitely. Well, I figured you didn't want me posting pictures of you with your family, and so I was like, no, no, no it's fine, it's okay. fine. It's it. I have, have received lots of text messages from that. Like, oh, have you? Maybe you should update your photo. I, was like, <laughs> I don't know. I think I like my forty-year-old photo. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where I actually got that photo it's, from. I don't uh, well, that. I did find where you got it, so it's oh, on I, me. Okay, but I it was remember. done. Actually, Murfreesboro Magazine took the photo. It's oh, did they? Yeah, oh, well, thanks, so, Murfreesboro uh, Magazine. Yeah, thanks, Murfreesboro Magazine. I had to go back and look at that. So okay, was it the Senior Citizen? issue is that what that was <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> oh i love there's no rivalry here folks what they no, did back then yeah <laughs> <laughs> what uh, she did look like <laughs> that's right the before and after before the, dr duke <laughs> well the good thing is both of them look great oh yeah so, yeah yeah see? sure yeah <laughs> i'll quit telling you you like a mugshot then thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i got you now you know i'm curious actually i wanted to ask y'all did y'all see the um or did you go to the press conference yesterday with joe carr uh, I was there, yes, sir. Were you okay? I didn't. I wasn't there, but I heard it and talking about how he talked about schools and funding and the growth and all that stuff. Right. Um, I didn't realize there was. No, I didn't see the actual numbers, but when he's talking about the disparity between funding mm-hmm. and all that, that, do you want to get into that? Because obviously, you know more. Than yeah, because um, I know we get that comes uh, up a lot. Now he's the expert on that, and okay. they do have a. I will plug this. They have a website out there right now called HelpRutherford.org, yes. mm-hmm. and uh, trying to get people to sign the petition. But uh, the gist of it is, some other counties around us, Wilson and Williamson, are allowed to charge. Uh, some different types of impact fees on new uh, construction for homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps offset the growth, mm-hmm. the, the funding that's needed for growth. Because as Mayor Carr explained, property taxes are meant to maintain what you already have. Mm-hmm. But when you have uh, the growth rate that we're having, 3 or 4% some years yeah. in Rutherford County, the property taxes can't keep up. And so they're asking the state to authorize where we can study that and, and look at adding mm-hmm. some additional fees so that those who are moving here, and I'm not a native brother of county, and so yeah. I moved mm-hmm. here too, uh, but when you move here, that we are the ones causing the growth are the ones helping pay for the growth. That's the Got gist it. of it. Okay, so the, yeah, I remember that. He talked about the plan of all, okay, gotcha. Because it was, how like, where are we... Because don't we have the top, we have the top elementary, top middle school, and second, was that right? Yeah, so U.S. Okay. News & World Report puts out a ranking every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, McFadden School of Excellence uh, in the that's county right. uh, yeah. is rated as the number one elementary school yeah. in uh, the state. And mm-hmm. that's not a dig at city schools because they have some great schools. That's a that's yeah. the great thing, even though we joke about each other a yeah. lot. Yeah. We have great schools here. City schools, mm-hmm. county schools, I mean, it. it yeah. People move here and just like, it's unbelievable what we're getting compared to other places. Yeah. But McFadden School of Excellence here, uh, one of my children went there. It's a great school, um, but it's rated as the top elementary school in the state. Uh, the top middle school is Central Magnet School. Okay. The second top high school is Central High School, which is all mm-hmm. one school, actually. Yep. And that flip-flops. They're, some years they're ranked one, some years they're ranked two. Okay. Thurman Francis Arts Academy in Smyrna is also usually ranked very highly. I think Discovery, Discovery School, school. is all, yeah, and that's yeah, a city school. Right. They're ranked right. highly as well, yep. and some other scales and Salem. And, Salem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, all we get such great. Again, we have great schools for mm-hmm. our for our students, and yeah. we work together well. Oh, yeah. my, my dad is a county commissioner in another middle Tennessee county, mm-hmm. and he'll call me and just like, how are you guys doing this? Like yeah. Our school system is struggling, and it's the school district that I grew up in. It's a mm-hmm. great school system too, but. Um, we are now, the Rutherford County is now the fourth largest school district in the state. So it's, wow. it's okay. Shelby County, which is Memphis, uh, oh. Nashville, which is Davidson County, mm-hmm. and then Knox County, and then we are far surpassed Hamilton County. Really? Okay. But if you look at those um, large school districts, the top five large school districts, the Tennessean just did an analysis of this a couple of weeks ago or about a month ago. Yeah. Um, we have the highest graduation rate of all of those. Like I did theirs see that, are in the yeah. like the eighties. Mm-hmm. We're ninety six point two. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of bang for our buck here. We are the hundred and seventeenth out of one hundred and forty two mm-hmm. f- uh, for funding per pupil. So we're not anywhere near mm-hmm. the top for funding, but we are one of the highest performing yeah. in the mm-hmm. state, especially for our size. Mm-hmm. And then if you added, I mean, Murfreesboro City Schools, we're pre-K through sixth grade. We're still coming in at the 22nd largest school district yeah. in Tennessee. Dang. So if you added us together, we would, it's, I mean, we are two large school districts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. 
uh, working well together. I think our directors work well together. James and I um, mostly get along. No. <laughs> but, it, yeah. you know, we just feed right into Rutherford County, yeah. and mm-hmm. we work to make sure what we're doing works well, when they go in the either sixth or seventh grade, depending mm-hmm. on which what a parent wants to do. Yeah. And their students yeah. are going to be our students one day. Right. So it, it makes yeah, yeah. sense for us to care what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, our two directors work well together, like Lisa said, and really respect each other. They've worked together before. Yeah. Dr. Duke used to be with our district before he went to the city, and he's doing a great job mm-hmm. over there. His son and my oldest son grew up in McFadden together. Okay, uh, We're like yeah. best friends growing mm-hmm. up. So we've all known each other a long time. Uh, but we get the question a lot, why don't you guys just combine? Yeah. And that yep. was one of the questions in your Facebook yep, feed as well. Thank you for that uh, transition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if we combined, we would be, we, you guys have 9,500? Yes. We have about 52,000. Yeah. We would be larger than Knox County. Ooh. So do oh you gosh. want a lot? I mean, wh- where do you get better service, smaller organizations or larger ones? Yeah, I got you. I mean, we're already a large one, and, and you guys uh, are yeah. a large district. And we're both... I mean, they're both successful districts. So, mm-hmm. and I, when people ask me that, I usually say, you know, this is this is not unusual. There's 95 county. There's 142 yeah. school mm-hmm. districts. So oh, we're well, not yeah. unusual. Okay. So there's yeah. there's districts like ours across the state. Um, sometimes not working as well together as what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes working better. I, I mean, I don't know. I can't really speak for them, but mm-hmm. it's not unusual to have two districts in one county. Gotcha. And yeah. I think with that, I mean, Murfreesboro City Schools is 130-something years old. It, it's, yeah. it's just, it just is. Yeah. And you wouldn't get away with, like, less uh, buildings. Mm-hmm. It's not like we have a lot of capacity at both places. We're, we're yeah. you know, busting at the seams. So. And you still need the personnel to, mm-hmm. to provide mm-hmm. those services. So there's not as much duplication as people think. Yeah. We try to work together. We had a meeting a month or so ago to talk about things like uh, bus routes so that we're not overlapping right. each other, okay. things okay. like that, and try to work out some, some, some okay. ways to work together better to be more efficient. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And James doesn't want you know, me to be his boss. <laughs> that's that's true. I would have to find another job. That's exactly right. Uh, uh, start a charter oh school God. or something. I love you too. This oh, is geez. great. <laughs> that's awesome. But um, you know, you totally threw me off with that. I was totally going somewhere, and I got. Uh, oh, and, uh, sorry. No, no, that was great. That was great. But um, well, th- yeah, because that was one of the questions we got a lot. Was hey, why don't you just combine and all that stuff? And then well, and I've but, been in Murfreesboro for. Oh, Long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the study's been done several times. People mm-hmm. get this. It comes up at, comes up about every 10 years. There's really not a duplicacy. Who? I'll let you say it. Yeah, I'm there. glad that we're not doing another spelling bee because yeah. I'm telling you. Our services are not duplicated. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, work together, and there's really not a cost savings. Mm-hmm. And that's not from just our point of view. I mean, they just keep – the studies keep showing it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, let's get past this. Let's be two great districts and keep going. Okay. Yeah, I used to be a news reporter before I took this job, um, which was a long time oh, ago. Oh, nice. I, I didn't was, know that. Yeah, I worked right. uh, before uh, – the Daily News Journal was part of Gannett. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee and had an office here for called Rutherford AM, and, yeah, yeah. and I yep. was one mm-hmm. of the reporters there. Oh, but the, cool. the county and city did a study then, and I reported on it. Yeah, and it actually was going to cost more because when you try to equalize some of the benefits and things mm-hmm. like that, it was going to make the cost go up. So um, it sounds good. It's one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, let's combine because that's going to. But there's mm-hmm. so many headaches with that, yeah. and and trying to unravel that too, and and figure mm-hmm. out ways to combine things. Um, I mean, Metro Nashville is a metro. They're a metropolitan. Mm-hmm. They combined, you know, many moons ago. But yeah. um, there's, like Lisa said, there's a lot of counties that, that have smaller districts within them, and uh, you, you're going to get better service that way. Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. And by the way, I know where I was going with that. Thank yeah. you, because you had mentioned busting at the seams with the schools. And that was a lot of private messages I got where people yeah. asking about the new schools planned and the growth and all that stuff. So you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, what are you guys planning right now? Do you have a new school on the horizon? Uh we do not have a date for our new mm-hmm. school, so I really – in the future, yes, uh, yeah. our schools on the west side, which is probably where you're seeing that growth too, or mm-hmm. really just seeing growth, um, which our west side schools are Salem and Scales, mm-hmm. Overall Creek, Case and Lane. Uh, that side of town is just growing, so that'll be where we'll be looking at a new school okay. in the next few years. Um, the other parts that we see, like you just see so many apartment complexes coming up mm-hmm. or condos, and uh, Irma Siegel has had a growth spurt this year that we haven't seen in the past uh, four or five years. So mm-hmm. you just kind of look at those outskirts of the town and you see more and more population growing. Black Fox is full and 
um, just and we've done as much as mm-hmm. we can. Like Black Fox, we expanded I think five years ago, yeah. just to add some more wings onto that school. Uh, we expanded Hobgood to add more to that school. So mm-hmm. we're expanding our current schools as much as possible. Yeah. But then in the end, you'll have to look at okay, how much rezoning can we do? Yeah. And Rutherford County just did a huge. I mean, oh, kudos yeah, to you guys for all the community meetings you had yep. looking at zoning. And once they get their zoning plan, we'll kind of follow with them, mm-hmm. too. Again, we want to make sure that we're working together and mm-hmm. not uh, just apart. Yeah, I can only imagine that rezoning plan. Oh, my goodness. So that's, that's the largest one that we've ever done. Yeah. And w- about a year and a half ago, our, our new director of schools, uh, Dr. Sullivan, he was new at the time. But mm-hmm. um, he said... One of the biggest complaints we always get is that we rezone, and then two years later we rezone again. So people are constantly being shuffled. He wanted something that was more long-term. So he actually, the he and the board hired a company out of um, the Kansas City area that specializes in school zoning. They study everything, trends, uh, building capacities, all those things, and they come up with some recommendations, and they, they bring them to the board. Uh, and so for a year they did community meetings, studying plans, yeah. uh, looking at growth patterns, and they came back and said, here's a countywide rezoning plan in phases, elementary, middle, and high. Okay. Here's what you need. Here's where you need to build the schools mm-hmm. to make this work. And so we, are, we have approved that plan now. The board has approved it. Um, starting about 18 months from now, we'll have an elementary school open on the Beatty Farm property. That's what we're working right. toward now. Okay. Um, that will be the first piece. And so when that school opens, it'll cause um, a shift in the elementary zoning countywide. Uh, we also have three uh, additions being built right now at high schools, Oakland, Riverdale, and Smyrna High School. Those are opening that same August of okay. two years from now, August of 25, I believe that is. Yeah. Um, and so the high schools will also shift that same year. The middle schools won't change that year because – the new middle school in the Beatty Farm property is supposed to open the next year, August of 26, okay. and, and that will um, help us to do the middle school zoning. But it's countywide. We've never done one countywide before. That's going to help realign a lot of things. It's going to be painful. There's going to be some parents who are not going to be happy about it, mm-hmm. but we've already told them what the plan looks like. So if they want to move, now is the time to do They have an 18-month yeah. head start to do something. Um, but that will help us. We wanted to make sure that we were using all the available seats that we have first mm-hmm before we started building new things. And, okay. and so this study helped us do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was great that they were they were third party. They're not attached to like, you know, I grew up here, I went to this mm-hmm. school, that school. They were completely unbiased and just came in and said, here's what everything we saw and what we think you should do. Okay. And then we tweaked it from there, nice. added some things in, took some community input, yeah. multiple uh, parent meetings, mm-hmm. And integrated all that into the plan, okay. so it's a big task, but it's it's going to pay off. Is, is there a, a plan, or is it possible even for you know parents really want their kid to stay in a certain zone and they got rezoned? Can they do that, or is that not an option? So every year um, we do, and you guys do something similar, I'm sure, but they're called zone exemptions mm-hmm. or choice school applications. Okay. We advertise any schools that have available seats. Mm-hmm. We take applications. We're doing that right now at oh, okay. the end of January. Okay. And then we do a lottery at the end of it to say, you know, if we have 50 seats at Oakland High School, for example, everybody who wants one of those seats applies. We do a lottery, and we pick 50. Okay. And so, yes, there's a chance. It's not guaranteed, but if there's openings, there's absolutely a chance. Okay. So that is – okay. Yeah. But, I mean, but there are some people who are going to get rezoned and not be able to stay because there's not space there. For example, yeah. Stewart's Creek Elementary School – is our most overcrowded elementary school now. It has about 1,400 students. Mm-hmm. It's built for 1,000. Oh, wow. We can't take any more students, so we've shut it down. It, it does not take any new students Dang. at all. We have another school that we are shifting students over to temporarily until this new school opens. Okay. So, and 1,000 students is a lot for an elementary school. So yeah. when you get past capacity, well, they're, they're saying, on the stages, of, yeah. they're everywhere. And yeah. then you have teachers on carts, which – that's what we do. So I'm assuming you have teachers on carts. You just got to take care of the children. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those, and those roving teachers, roving teachers, I call them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Dang. Okay. And shout out to the teachers out there, by the yeah. way, thank you all for also taking care of our kids. And, and, and I can imagine the stress that puts on teachers as well. Having, you know, you're, you're, if you're used to a class load of, 20 and all of a sudden you have 30 and what well, does that do yeah. and it's not just the teachers it's everything i mean the mm-hmm. cafeterias are built for a certain 
Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. think that. Yeah. Yeah. are built for a certain the mm-hmm. drop-off line. So when you get Oh, my gosh, capacity, the drop-off lines, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll have parents that uh, say, why does my kid eat lunch every day at 1030? Because yeah. we have to get mm-hmm. 1,500 kids through the cafeteria. Yeah. It runs from 1030 until 130 every yeah. day. It, it has to just to get them through. Yeah. So Dang. That's okay. why snacks are important. Those snacks. School, when those teachers say, please pack yeah. snacks for your kindergartner, yeah. that's why. Because they're going to get hungry at 1 o'clock. Yeah. And, you know, Dang. when they get hangry, they get hangry. They get, you know? <laughs> they so. get hangry. That's right. Yeah. No. Especially, well, especially like I, I think middle school, high school, especially boys, because they're, they eat everything in the kitchen that you can possibly get their hands on. Right. Uh, coming from the, the household with girls, they also do Oh, that. they do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was familiar with boys, so I got you. Okay. That's Those funny. girl athletes can put down some uh, some serious food as well. Oh, I don't doubt. Yeah, for yeah, sure. We can't keep ramen at my house. I have three boys, and that's their favorite food. Ramen, yogurt, Ram- fruit. That's no it. way. We just cannot keep enough in the house. So That's yeah. funny. When I, random. When I was little, I, mine was ramen, but I would do it. This is probably gross, but I'd do a can of tuna with it, and it was like tuna helper. You're right, John. That is that gross. Is that is gross. Right now. I just wanted to gross everybody out this morning with that. that was so. during Throw some college hot tamales in it, too. Oh, that was also when I broke in college yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a 50 week. cent meal. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> It was like two. It's a way to get your. Yeah, it's like getting protein in there, though. So it's not just carbs. Yeah, it's right? protein, carbs, and a whole lot of sodium. sodium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. Um, well, if y'all don't mind, I like my favorite part of these shows the community questions. Just because there okay. were so many. And I Is know it y'all, like a lightning round? Is that what we're doing? Yes, we're going to okay. answer now. Can I have a buzzer? No. Yeah, any, right. any one that I don't want to answer, I'm just going to say Lisa will grab that one. Lisa so, so. <laughs> I need to do that. Have some kind of little buzzer thing here. Maybe, boop. You know, question, but anyways, um, but there were, first off, again, thank you all for your time and coming, but I know you're pressed for time, so, but, and there were a million and a half questions, thank you for everybody who posted, so I tried to condense them down a little bit and just kind of generalize some of these, um, but first off, I thought this was actually kind of nice, I got a message from somebody that said, please make sure you thank them for their dedication and commitment and services to our community, and being the voice of the education system in the heart that you both hold for your jobs and taking care of our kids, so thank you. Well, and we we have children, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. not together. It's not that kind of thing, but we have children, and so I mean, we we <laughs> that's right. Uh, just for the record, her child's getting married. Mine are still in school. So that tells you. Um, but no, I mean, well, of course, we we want to see the school systems be successful too, because our our kids benefit from it. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we're parents as well as employees. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, the first, actually, the first question we already went over about the two school districts. Boom, right. got that one. Um, second one, uh, actually, this one came up a few times. Have you ever looked into the Where's the Bus app? Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Where's the Bus? Is there any plans on utilizing that at all? Or no? We have an app for our buses that parents oh, can. Oh, there you uh, go. Okay. Yeah, they can watch their bus. Oh, how do they, I mean, what's the name of the app? They can find it on the app store. Uh, if you are on our bus, you already have it. Oh, what? sorry. Then why I are mean, people just, asking about? It? I, probably because they don't have a child on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my kids aren't on the bus, so I do know that we have the mm-hmm. Wi-Fi system where we track it. There's yeah. probably an app too. I just don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I can look into that. Really? Yeah, yeah I'll no, post it on your page. I literally, please do. I had a couple people write in about that, but yeah. there's already an app, folks. God. There, there is. I mean, okay. it's just one of those. If you have a substitute bus you might yeah. not be able to track your child but there's yeah, yeah. there's an app for that i, yeah, I know we can track them because we yeah. do that live i'm not sure if parents have access to that or not there's also some cure some security, security issues, issues there too yeah, yeah, you don't I necessarily want to know because you have to I, remember we have to balance sometimes between safety so totally good. you don't want just people who are up to no good knowing right. where kids are at all the time because yeah. that can be especially when they're out on I, county roads yeah so. i probably sounded a little smart on that so i'm sorry <laughs> but Pretty much, if you have a child on the bus, you know how to. No, but that, you know, that's, yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. And also, I mean, for parents, if you never heard of it, Life 360, wonderful app. You can, right. you can just family, kids, there you go. Well, exactly. And, it, yeah, and I realize the elementary kids probably don't have their own phones, but you know, a lot of our mm-hmm. middle school and high school kids do. Mm-hmm. Um, Life 360, or there's things on iPhones and Android that are already built in where you can yeah. track where your child is, those kinds of things okay. as well. Yeah, so. I think really with the app, what they're looking for is, is my bus almost here? Right. Like, mm. as they run out the door to, to, oh, I got, to yeah. get it. So. Catch the bus. Yeah, yeah, catch that bus, please. But, yeah. yeah. And it it would have been nice if those were around when we were younger. Because I, I remember that running out and looking out in the cold days, and then you run down the road. Okay, well, let's just talk so about I was when we were younger. Did you really have an app? No. Okay. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have <laughs> no, nothing. So I was spoiled as a child because we lived on a dead-end road. So when the bus came by, yeah. if I missed it, it oh. had to turn around and come back. So oh, I always had a second chance, and yeah. she hated that. Shelby Bell <laughs> yeah. was my bus driver. <laughs> and she hated, she said, come funny? out the first time. Yeah. And I was like, sorry. Mine was Norval Taylor. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That's, that's my dad funny. built. We lived on in the country, so my dad had to build him a turnaround yeah. on the farm. Yeah, you know go. your bus drivers. I, I had the same driver drivers. from kindergarten until I started driving in high school. Same, no way. same driver. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Jim, yeah, our neighborhood had one in and one out, and I was the first cul-de-sac on the left as you came into the neighborhood. So I would actually do that too. Same thing. Drove do you miss nuts. it? Yeah. But she's like, get it on the first try, because then you had to stop, and I had to cross the road and all that other stuff versus just hop on. But anyways. <laughs> but uh, this, uh, this, sorry, the second one was kind of long. I'm going to read this out. Uh, it says, I'm wondering with the national studies uh, of the positive impact of social and emotional training that are available for teachers to effectively speak and respond to students, does either district feel that such training would be implemented into your district? Lisa? So we already have a social emotional program going on in Murfreesboro City Schools. We have counselors, we have social workers, we have outside counselors that come Mm in. Uh, Right now, and especially after COVID, we've seen a whole lot of those social emotional issues that come up. So that is being addressed. In fact, that was one of Dr. Duke's Mm -hmm. uh, primary goals when he came in as director is to make sure we looked at those. Uh, It goes back to the same thing as whenever we started lunch and Mm -hmm. breakfast in the schools. If a child is hungry, they can't learn. If a child is not socially, emotionally stable, they can't learn. And there's just a lot of things that come from the home into the classroom, and Mm -hmm. we need to be able to work with that and do a good job with it. And teachers do know it, but we also have those outside folks that are helping them. Okay. And it's it's one of those touchy areas, too, because Mm -hmm. you have some families. You have some families that will say, I don't want – any of that with you all at school. Like, that's not your job. We want you to teach writing and arithmetic and those kinds of things. And so we do have resources there. Uh, we have our counselors as well. We have some mental health resources for employees, parents, and students that if they want them. Got but, it. you know, you have to be careful and not, uh, you know, go too far with that without their permission. So, okay. Uh, but, we yeah, have the resources are there for those who want it. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Here's one we actually – we didn't really – we got into obviously the growth of the schools and everything, but uh, was there or is there a plan for the teachers as the growth, you know, to bring on more teachers, how many, that sort of thing for each district? Yeah, so uh, we have, we're having one of the best years we've had in a while as far as teacher vacancies. Mm-hmm. Um, we were down to like three that we needed at one point this year. But oh, wow. with a district our size, you know, sometimes, sometimes you'll have 50 openings for various t- positions yeah. because it's hard to find teachers. There is a teacher shortage. Uh, all over. If you ask, the, you know, MTSU used to be the teacher college. That's right. what it was yeah. started for, right? Yeah. They're turning out fewer and fewer teachers because people are choosing not to go into education. So mm-hmm. we have some programs now that are called Grow Your Own, and you guys may be doing mm-hmm. that too, where we can actually train people out of industry to become teachers and get their teaching license. The state allows that. Okay. Um, and that has helped tremendously. Our board has also done some pretty creative things too with um, – recruitment bonuses and things like okay. that for hard to fill areas. Uh, so we're, we're doing well there, but it is a struggle every year that mm-hmm. the, the principals compete right. over the best teachers and all of those things. And as we're growing, yeah. um, you know, it's harder and harder to find them, but we're doing okay. Uh, but we do, we're required to have so many teachers per student as it is. Um, and so we have a recruiting person that that's all that they do recruit and go around to different job fairs and different universities mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. So, okay. yeah. All right. And then this one, all in caps, one word, lockers. <laughs> I read that one. Did you? Okay. <laughs> That's definitely so what James. Are, <laughs> so, so lockers are a funny thing. It's a sign of the changing times. There are the, the schools will tell you that people don't use lockers like they used to, right? I used to love having a oh, locker, Oh, yeah, I right? used it all the time. Yeah. And students, uh, for majority, do not use them, and so they've – kind of stops assigning them. A lot of schools have because yeah. they just don't have any – people don't want them. Yeah. Some okay. schools have taken them out because they just were not getting used. But then you do have some, especially – and I saw some of those comments too. My mm-hmm. child the backpack weighs more than my yep. child does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something they should talk with their principal about. about. Is there okay. a way that we can get if, – if they're having physical issues with having to carry that Got much it. weight – can we work something out for those few who still want it? Got it. And there yeah. are still schools that use them. My, my child's school mm-hmm. does use them, but there are lots. The principal will tell you, kids just don't want them. They're taking up space, and yeah. so we've started taking those out or just not utilizing them. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Um, this, uh, we talked about this beforehand. It's said, ask about the chess and critical thinking programs. Yeah, so uh, Rob Mitchell is our property assessor here, and, and mm-hmm. he and some others have – really been pushing having more chess programs in our schools because mm-hmm. it helps with critical thinking. Uh, we already have some in our schools, and our board has talked to them about we're going to do some more things there. It's not 
the number one priority. We have some other things that we're required to do, but it's one of those things that's an enrichment activity that we want to start offering more of. Okay. Yeah, and I think that when you're talking about critical thinking, obviously he's a huge chess player, but there's also lots of other things that we're doing. The robotics, I know Rutherford County has a great robotics program. Yeah. We have a great robotics program. Uh, there's steam walks and all mm-hmm. kinds of other things that go out there that are requiring those critical thinking. Uh, we even have some of those that are more the soft skills, the amazing shake that uh, Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce is sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rutherford County students are there. Murfreesboro City School students are there. So we really do respond to what our community, our future employers are talking mm-hmm. to us about and saying, hey, they need soft skills. They need critical thinking skills. They do need to know how to read, write, and all of that. But there's some mm-hmm. other skills that they need in the workplace. So I gotcha. think with both districts, we listen to that. And yeah. we try we try to accommodate with ways where the children are really into it as well as um, our, you have to have teacher sponsors and yeah, mm-hmm. some adult there as they're okay. going along. Awesome. You know, real, real quick, funny story. You all appreciate it. Um, when I, I, when I was younger, we lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico for a short stint and I was 12 years old and our math teacher, um, he, <laughs> he was also the chess coach. Mm-hmm. And so when we would get ahead in class or finish the test or something, he would take out the chess boards and play and whatever. And he played me one day, and just because I didn't have anybody to play, and I beat him. And so he arranged, helped me arrange to go to a chess tournament when I was 12. Turns out it was a state tournament, and I won the whole thing. Ooh, good for <laughs> wow. you. Random story. I have a little chess trophy. I was the 1994 New Mexico State chess champion. <laughs> I don't have that trophy. That's incredible. We did. I thought it was we, a are we surprised that Lisa doesn't have I that trophy? I, mean, we, we know, but I always, I jump. That's my one I was claim a to fame. Future farmer. Future <laughs> farmer. She does. So I am going to brag on Lisa. She mm. has a hobby that people probably don't know. What is it? You and your family raise? I'm a. I don't know. That's the right word. Apiarist. Yeah. I have a bee farm. Oh, Actually, have I have beehives. I don't have a farm. Heck I yeah. mean, the farm is there, but it's just beehives. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. She usually brings us honey, though. Yeah. I guess we didn't get any. <gasps> uh, well. That daughter that's getting married wants to give honey away as favors. No, no one got honey this year. Oh, <laughs> so it's a much, selfish, it is a much, much, much no. harder hobby than I ever thought it would be, really? to be quite honest. Yes, it's just. How many times have you been stoned? Oh, mo- oh, lots. <laughs> You're like, duh, God <laughs> bless. Yeah. Let's I'm see, dealing with bees. Right, yeah. <laughs> so that's a fascinating thing that she does. We are doing that just to segue here. One of mm-hmm. our schools has done this now. So Stewart Creek Middle School has. Um, beehives and all those yeah. things, and they're no way. they started it last year. Yeah. It's something new that they're not really publicizing a lot yet because they're trying to get it mastered, yeah, before they really start pushing oh. it. But they pr- yeah. plan to produce their own honey, but the students are working it with no the way. teacher, mm-hmm. and it's those kinds of enrichment things that my dad's like, How are you guys doing that? Can we please come do a video on that? That would be so cool once you're ready, yeah. You know? You're gonna have to suit up, <laughs> I, I plan on it, yeah. That, yeah, I don't shoot, that's all you get stung in the neck. Oh, yeah, you get stung lots of places, but yeah. yeah. Lots of, ouch. So we, do have, we do have lives outside of schools. I mean, like, <laughs> so thank you, my bee. We try to have, we try to have, try to have lives outside of school. Yeah. That's so James cool, though. James is a handyman. It, oh, wait, oh? I Carpenter. don't know what she's talking about. I, <laughs> build, I, I build stuff to, uh, it's cheaper than therapy. It, <laughs> it's, amen to that. Yes, yes, it is. So, um, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I could digress. Back on track. My fault. Um, but, um Oh, here was one. It was, um, <laughs> why does the school call parents to inform them of reminders during school hours? Okay, I think that one's directed at me. Yeah, that's okay. not me. I'm like, oh, wow. So <laughs> this year I had to send some, I sent some home, some message, and um, I got so much criticism from parents at this one school saying, he called at 1.30 today. As soon as I saw James Evans' number on mm-hmm. there, I assumed something was wrong. They were going to close school yep. or whatever. Yep. And it was actually something pretty good. But I can't remember what the topic was, but we were trying to get word out before it happened. There was something happening that evening, and we wanted to send one last reminder. Got it. So we typically don't send it during the day. Uh, but we're also not the Grim Reaper. If we're yeah. calling, <laughs> it could be something good. Maybe your child just won the chess tournament or something. No. You never know. <laughs> Maybe it's a state so, champion. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We have a principal that used to say that you have to make deposits and withdrawals. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to make those deposits too. So parents are used to us communicating during the day. Yeah. It's not always just something bad. But we do try to send it after hours when we know people are hopefully mm-hmm. home from work or something like that, uh, if we can. Okay. So. All right. I, I don't even know if you want to touch one on time. this one. <laughs> one <laughs> it's time. It's going to be remembered forever. You, yeah, <laughs> right. Here comes the tsunami. <laughs> one kind of, But uh, – um, 
this one, I, hmm, this is pretty. Have them break down the grading systems for schools. We want to. So no, I know what they're talking about. There's okay. a new letter grade system that yeah. the state put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually, they passed it back before COVID, but because of COVID and some testing issues at the state level, they didn't implement it until now. Okay. So this year was the first year that our schools received letter grades, and our schools all did well for the most part. Um, the problem that we've had, and you you will hear that we've criticized it, is that they didn't tell us what the rules were until almost a year after the kids took the test. Gotcha. Okay. And so okay. the the metaphor that we've talked about is like imagine watching like the Alabama-Tennessee game, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> but you don't know where the end zones are. You don't know who had different flags and fouls for different things. Yeah. And then a year later they let you know, who won based on them reviewing the tapes? I got, <laughs> That's what it feels like, it, is that yeah, we yes. don't mind accountability, yeah. but we'd like to know what it is that we're wanting to measure from our students so that we make sure that that's what we have them prepared for. Okay. Uh, but our schools did pretty well. We had uh, mostly A's and B's. We had a few C's, and we had four D's. None of our schools failed. Uh, yeah. I don't think you guys had yeah. any either. Um, and the schools that got D's, they already know what they should be working on, and they, they incorporate that into their mm-hmm. – um, in, into their improvement plans. But you've probably seen this, and I, I may be saying too much, but there is there are those who there's a little bit of a war on public education by some at the state level. They're, gotcha. they're wanting to privatize things and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And this is not supposed to be a criticism of private schools or homeschool because we've got a lot of great programs there too. But, yeah. you know, let, let's let's do it on an equal. Let's, let's not cheat to do it, right? Let's yeah. do it fair. I got you. Uh, and so a lot of school districts have criticized the way these grades were rolled out Almost like a gotcha, yeah. you know. That's just that's that's yeah. not worrying. We're trying to help kids. Yeah. So yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. And that's one grade. I mean, even when we send report cards home, we don't send one grade home. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get a grade for each score, and they just combined it. But I do think it is. It just we didn't know what we were playing on. I gotcha. You know? Okay. You gave us the rules afterwards. And yeah, that, that's I gotcha. the biggest criticism, which is a valid criticism of right. what happened. Oh yeah, totally. I'm one hundred percent get. And uh, all right, well, thank you for that. Um, there were a couple questions around, I guess you want to just kind of group these all together and like the safety. Well, one of them was, well, here, I'll just, a couple of them was, um, is there ever an opportunity to fence in the playgrounds? Like all the players. And one of them was, are, are you planning on bulletproofing the glass windows? You know, stuff like I that. Are there any kind of just all over generic? Yeah, so, I mean, of course, school safety has gotten a lot of attention because of yeah. like the shooting in Nashville and yes. the shooting we had a week or so ago in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, big topics, and they should be. So... Parents want, like, I'm one too. I want to know that when I send my kid to school, they're going to be safe and come home that afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's what parents' biggest fear. They don't care if they learn anything. Safety is the top priority it should be, right? Yeah. And so there's been a lot of discussion about bulletproofing glass and those things. Okay. And the state is doing some things to help us with those. There's film you can put over glass. But there's a lot of schools to have to retrofit. We also don't, uh, on purpose, we don't talk a lot of specifics because we don't want the bad guys knowing where Understood. we've done things. Yeah. So. Some things people are going to know that we did because it's visual and they can see it. And there's some things they don't know that we've done ah. to be prepared. But one thing that we're proud of is that we had the first SRO program in the state of Tennessee 30 years ago. We were the first schools to have SROs. We have them in every school. We have some schools mm-hmm. that have multiple SROs. Yeah. Uh, we okay. have, and they're and they're they're incredible to work with. Yeah. That partnership there. And then we did a huge training last week before everyone came back mm-hmm. um, with the sheriff's office and emergency management in the morning. Uh, for some of our or all of our principals and then all of our elementary school teachers and employees got trained at a separate training on some things to do and middle school and high school principal or te- employees are going to be doing the same training coming up in about a month and a half wow so those kinds of things that um, people don't necessarily see but that we're doing um, and those drills you hear about I mean we have mm-hmm. safety weeks and drill weeks and constantly drilling 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 yeah. uh it's one of the top yeah. things that we do so all right cool and you guys do something very similar i'm i'm just gonna say ditto to that ditto. You know, yeah. we, uh, it's really nice to have those sros in the buildings and mm-hmm. uh we have one in every building we have floaters our murfreesboro police department's been great mm-hmm. they actually have an entire division just for school safety now but other than that we really don't talk about um the school safety what all we're doing for it um it's it's taken very seriously our board takes it very seriously even when we have board meetings where we're talking safety that's actually a private meeting because we want to make sure that uh what we're doing yeah is the right thing to do and and unfortunately you don't know who the bad guy is that is very true yeah okay or girl yeah yes bad person there you go there you go all right um 
And then just pretty much wrapping it up on a few more here. Um, is there still a shortage of bus drivers? And if so, what are the long-term plans? So we have different systems. Tell them how yours works. So our bus drivers are employees of ours. Okay. Our buses are our Murfreesboro City School buses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do more contract, I think. Uh, yeah, the answer, the simple answer is mm-hmm. yes, there mm-hmm. is a shortage of bus drivers. Um, not really sure why there's such a shortage of bus drivers, but it's not just us. It's across the state and nation. And we are doing lots of recruitment bonuses. Mm-hmm. We teach our own. Um, we have aides on all of our buses, so the aid goes the hope is that you start as a bus aide and then you learn how to go to that to the bus uh, driver. Um, they have a CDL license, the same CDL license that every other uh, CDL driver has. Mm-hmm. I know that there are some looks at that, whether um, a bus, for instance, to have your CDL license, you have to know all the mechanics under your hood. Well, we have mechanics, so is that really necessary for a bus driver to have? So some of those things we're working with the state and other districts just to see what's going on and how we can help. But, yes, and we need bus drivers. If anyone wants to come and be a bus driver, come on. Yeah, Yeah, we use a contractor system, so we contract with bus Mm -hmm. owners. That's And in Tennessee, you're allowed to do one or the other. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. just the way we've done it forever. Um, And then they either drive their own bus or they hire a bus driver. So we have had some shortages with routes here and there, about five this year. Okay. Uh, But we have 360-something routes. So there is a shortage, but it's not a massive shortage. Some Mm -hmm. of the other counties around us have seen more. Uh, Our our board has been pretty good about um, helping sweeten the deal on the contract to get more people attracted to do that. Uh, But it's it's a struggle. I mean, it's not like we are overflowing. Uh, Ten years ago, we had a lot more begging for contracts Mm -hmm. than we do now. So I got you. All right, cool. Um, And just about two more here. Um, We had one person ask: uh, Is there a chance or a future plan to adopt like a buddy system for after school sports for elementary uh, school kids between? City schools and like can they work together is there um for like football club or anything I, like that you know or? i read that i wasn't really sure what they were meaning i mm-hmm. there are so many uh recreational leagues mm-hmm. across um rutherford county that i think you do see murfreesboro city school students and rutherford county students gotcha. co-mingling in those right. other than that um I, did you get a different gist of what that question meant? No, I was going to say the the, the county mm-hmm. rec league which is what most people call junior pro okay um it's really aimed at elementary schools. You guys are in the same league there, yeah. right? Uh, I I helped coach one of my kids' teams this year. Um, those are, that's really the first opportunity, other than some of the private ones. You know, there's a ton of soccer clubs oh, and yeah, football yeah, clubs yeah, and yeah. things like that. But there's already some of those things there that are very successful through County Rec, and they really focus on just introducing students to – yeah. the sport yeah. and kind of okay. getting that love for it. And then it grows into middle school. Okay. So yeah. I don't think there's really a need to do anything more because mm-hmm. there, I've, I've not okay. heard of anybody being turned away. There's plenty yeah. of opportunities. And I think that's the same thing as what I was looking at and looking okay. at the opportunities because the County offers it, the city offers it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, so many soccer clubs and baseball clubs and mm-hmm. all of that. So that's really not travel, you leagues. know, travel yeah. leagues. Yeah. I, I think that's something that is best suited under those mm-hmm. parks and rec instead yeah. of under the school district. So it just sounds like it's already there. Yeah. You just got to know. I, okay. I, yeah, that one actually surprised me a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, check out Parks and Rec. So. Yeah. <laughs> Parks so, and Rec and County Rec, all those. Yeah. yeah. And I, I may have mm-hmm. just misinterpreted what they were trying to ask. I got but. you. No, no, you're fine. Totally. Well, I thank you for explaining it. Yeah. So that, that helps out. So somebody <laughs> out there watching and listening will get something out of that. Yeah. So thank you. Um, and then last one, actually, uh, is there um, any plans to formalize a policy on visitors during school lunches, especially in the elementary school? Yeah, I saw that too. I wasn't sure exactly what they were asking. Okay. Uh, we do have a policy on lunches. Um, now, the schools, principals have to have some discretion on how it works because every building is a little different. So, um, for example, I have some, some of my children go to campus school. They have a very small lunchroom, mm-hmm. so they just can't have full board. So there's like okay. a sign-up. For if you want to have lunch with your kid, you kind of got to get in the rotation of when you can come. Mm-hmm. So we have to leave principals some discretion there. But there, there are formal rules and all yeah. those. The schools communicate those out to their parents so they understand gotcha. what, what is available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that comes down to capacity because I know I've received that question from okay. parents in the past. And it's a capacity issue. Right. And the principal has to know what the capacity is in that lunchroom. Mm-hmm. And parents don't they don't sit amongst everyone else so then you have to have seating for them so i think there and again we have rules that go around that but at the end it's the principal's discretion because they know what's happening in their lunchroom and like james was talking about starting lunch at 10 30 in the morning well that happens it happens at our schools this happens at uh rutherford county our lunchrooms are just as 
they're just one size. Right. Yeah. That school that has 1,400 kids, yeah. they're not going to be able to have a lot of visitors for lunch because right. they just don't have seats available. Yeah, right. So that, that's why we have to leave some, some wiggle room there for principals mm-hmm. to figure okay. that out logistically. Awesome. Okay. Well, y'all, this has been extremely informative. Holy <laughs> cow. Thank you all very much. And I can knock off, I can check this one off the list on the I'm bucket list. I'm glad you can check pop- it off your list. This is, I've been looking we could do a season so two long. sometime yeah. if you wanted to. Heck so. yeah. Oh, we could talk. Y'all should come back. We could do like, you know, updates on things in the school. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. I would love it. We can arm wrestle. You know, please do. Oh, please. Please do. I'll have a table chess, set up right obviously. there. <laughs> yeah, she's stronger oh, than she looks. <laughs> I'll bring in my bees. You That's can a... bring in your woodworking. Yeah, you we can have a whole So tutorial. you can build a table to put the honey on that you harvest or just build while I'm playing chess in the corner. There That's you go. No problem. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> You'll get lots of views, I'm sure. So. Somebody out there watching is like, wow, that would be oh, great. <laughs> but I, I do want to give a shout out to our director of schools and your director of schools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, and they, some of your questions on Facebook, I think people thought that we were the directors of school. Uh, yes. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. We're not, but yeah. that happens sometimes. Um, I was hired by Harry Gill 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. He actually texted me a few weeks ago and said he ran into somebody who said, oh, you used to work for James Evans. Oh, that's and he said, wow. He texted me and said, that's the tables have turned. Like the tables have turned, yeah. Uh, so, no, we're not the directors of school. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we uh, we do work for two great guys, and yeah. we uh, I think we're part of their yeah. – a valuable part of their team. But yeah. Uh, the, the buck does not stop with us. So <laughs> if you have complaints, call Dr. Duke. That's, That's right. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I say if you have complaints, call Don Barch. Either way. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. Y'all but probably have some thick skin of some stuff you probably hear about from parents and deal with. Yeah. like yeah. That's pretty impressive. So. Thank you all. Oh for yeah, what you it's, did. it's sometimes it's hard to not respond to those. Like yeah. really, oh my gosh, do you not? Yes. But you just have to just realize oh, yeah. that they're just not informed or yep. or misinformed, and yeah. so you just or they're angry like, for some unknown reason mm-hmm. that we're like okay. But we all yeah. know that feeling, right? Yeah. Your kids, even your most level-headed, calm parents, something happens with their child, they will lose it. I've been there. Yes, mm-hmm. we've all been there. So if you come at it from that. Mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. that it's probably not you they're upset it's just the emotions of the situation yeah that's what helps kind of just dismiss some of that and there yeah. have been times that parents have called back and said i'm really sorry for the way i spoke to you yesterday yeah. i was just upset because of my child yeah and that's always appreciated but we, oh, get, well, there you it. Go. we get it we're parents yeah. we get it yeah. so all right yeah cool well awesome well thank you all again for coming on i appreciate it i'll go ahead and we can wrap it up there i know y'all gotta head back you... anyways thank you all again oh one more thing real quick um if people want more information about the schools, Murfreesboro City Schools, uh, where can they can they reach out to you? Where can they find the information? All that sort of stuff. We have a website, cityschools.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, every school has a website. Mm-hmm. On the bottom of the website, it says Ask okay. MCS. That comes directly to me. So that's wow. an easy way of doing oh, it. Oh, 10,000 emails later. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. How about Rutherford County? Yeah, rcschools.net. Uh, they can always reach out to me or anyone else at the central office. Mm-hmm. We're, that's what we're there for. We'll all right. Out. Cool. All right. Well, again, thank you all very much. Really, 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 really appreciate it. And we got to do round two. All right. Do that. So awesome. And for everybody out there watching and tuning in, thank you very much. We'll see you on the next one.